sing, sing song. Ring, ding, dong. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that the mood that you were going for? Yes! Okay. Jazzy, I'm giving Fergie at the basketball game. Let's play some basketball. <laughs> UK, hon, welcome back, darling. My name is Twinkle Bob Fucking Toes, the queen of Black Tar Roots. Okay, and what am I? Decoration. Okay. <laughs> and I am Jamal. And welcome to Black Tarot. It's a Blackly Black podcast where we recap RuPaul's Drag Race. We are hopping on a jet plane. We took a two-week break after we won, after Miss Kylie Sonique Love won All-Star 6. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. And we are back in London, London Town for Series 3 of Drag Race UK. Darling, how are you doing? What did you do with your two weeks off of the show? Uh, Work. <laughs> girl same that was i think that was the longest break we've had since uh we started the pod last year mm-hmm. um because we have covered <laughs> we did the first season we did not cover was espana <laughs> well i mean we didn't know it was also like we didn't know what uh espana uh, was going to give and after <laughs> the uh dumpster fire that was down under yeah, it we're was actually casting for now. Child, let that let the let let it rest, Miss Thing. Let well, it rest. There's a couple things they could do to improve it. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, they may have they may have put the nail in that coffin before they could even resurrect the dead on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, yeah. what a failure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean. It's the truth. It's the truth. What do we know about it? We know that they didn't cast. Yeah. We know that they brought back uh Art, Art Simone to be mediocre. Uh-huh. Uh, and not send her home. They had two whole ass races on the show, and poor Kidami won by default. <laughs> and they pushed, and it, pushed, and they pushed. bullied um Karen for finance to the finals. Okay, bullied Electra Shock. Right, <laughs> they bullied the shit. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, what, 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 what am I looking at this for? Right, very that. So I hope that they, um, because we also noticed with Drag Race Holland, they did take note to the critiques. Mm-hmm. And um, they made improvements, and it showed, uh, yeah. with the exception of their security of cell phones on set. But that's well, that's a constant. That's a constant <laughs> issue for every branch of the franchise. You know, word on the curve is Yara Sophia had a phone. Yeah, I was about to say that's a, that's a constant issue. So that that is <laughs> that isn't Holland specific. But <laughs> that was the first time they actually addressed it on the damn uh, on out on the main stage. Yeah. Well, should they still didn't send the bitch home, so they might as well have not addressed uh, it at all. They should have. Exactly. My whole thing was, if y'all gonna go off and Fred slamming um tables and shit, they should have sent her home. She broke the rules. How you break the rules and then still up for the lip sync? Okay, this bitch making TikToks up in her hotel room. Yeah. And she's still somehow with the lip sync, even against your favorite girl, Tabitha. Oh, girl, I'm saying. Well, that's the other thing. It was time. <laughs> that's the other thing. It was time for Miss Tabitha to go home, okay? It was Miss Tabitha... Miss Tabitha, okay, and if you watched Drag Race Holland, you know what I'm talking about when I say Miss Tabitha, okay? Yeah, she she lost me the first episode when she was given transphobic, and uh, <laughs> it came out there in that thrifted cha-cha dress. <clears throat> and I just thought she was given uh, uh, cha-cha de Gloria. <laughs> so it is now time for Series 3 of Drag Race UK, uh, where we are 
getting close to the end of Lawrence Cheney's reign of opening up every single Walmart across stock. <laughs> That's a prize of winning Drag Race UK Series 2. Uh, you know, I'm always grateful for the girls, for the dolls to be able to have this opportunity to be on the show, but I really wish they would have waited. Well, what do we know about Drag Race now? They don't, oh no, this is, listen, this is, this is, according to Anchor, this is a season like 25 <laughs> Right. We are in, we are in year 36 of okay. the unending uh, parade of Drag Race. Season 13 is still on. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> but you know, I think it's, I, I always would hope I, my preference is for the doll who wins to be able to have a full year of a reign. I know those days are long gone. We haven't had this since what, Evie Ongley? Yeah. Yeah, those days are nice and long gone, but you know. So, given that the girls are still just have, uh, getting a chance to even get back on the road and perform again, uh, we're thinking about the season 12 girls who are currently their, their best offer right now is the After Dark show at DragCon. <laughs> it would be nice with the dolls to have a full year like oh yeah that girl was on this season for a whole year yeah uh, now you're coming out with like 1800 other bitches at the exact same time so i mean the gig i, I mean that's not to say the gigs aren't plentiful okay drag shows and the drag branches and the this and the that is popping up all over the motherfucking place but mm-hmm. uh that does not um equate to being able to say for a whole year i was that bitch right so series three kicks off. We get a montage of all of the the lightning in the bottle moments that was series two, series two of Drag Race UK, and it really was mm-hmm. absolutely spectacular. And that's the other reason why they should have waited because that season was so fierce. Granted, they'd already gone to production for this one before that one had even hit the airwaves, but that's neither here nor there. And, and the you know, I was already, I was already, I was already to text you and say. Uh-huh. You see, I told you RuPaul don't like taste because I was waiting for the, uh, the taste because, you know, they had a little Bimini uh, moment, uh-huh. moment. I thought, oh, uh-huh. they ain't got no little taste clip. I was, I was ready. I was like, I was going to say, you see what I'm talking about? Do you see what I'm talking about? Um, but Whatever. No. Someone throws shade at Joe Black later on tonight. So I think we're not going to get into <laughs> who they do and do not like today. Um, yeah, a lot of callbacks to Series 3, uh, Series 2. Shout out to your coffee. So first one back, and speaking of shout outs to Series 2, in come, into the room comes uh, Miss Veronica Green. She is back. As you all know, she was on series two, but she had to head into the house because Miss Thing had COVID and they were not about to invite that ass back on set. Uh, but they gave her an open invitation to come back to series three and she kept acting like she hadn't made a decision yet. <laughs> I said, Miss Thing. <laughs> she comes in and Miss uh, Green's getting tight dress. She is giving us Wicked Witch of the West frillness. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate, 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 hate the shade of green on her. Oh, yeah. She, um, it looked like a bad, uh, like bad gremlin, like real bad right. gremlin. I think she was definitely she was trying to go for maybe some more authenticity for it, but um, there there's certain ways that Veronica paints her face that doesn't really lend to her painting in the direction of ugly. Mm-hmm. That works. So I'm not in love with this look, but either way, I absolutely adore uh, Veronica Green. I thought she was a front runner before she uh, didn't get to come back because of COVID. So I'm interested to see what she does. She comes in and she says, they have never seen a queen like her before on the show. And I said, I think you're lying. We <laughs> <laughs> well, had musical theater bitches on the show. I was show. about to say on both fronts. One, we've seen you. And two, we've seen girls that do what you do. So Exactly. I said, wait a minute, Miss Thing. We're not about to sit here and come uh, tell the falsehoods. But <laughs> by the way, the bitch is back. Uh, she's noticed that she's not a comedian. <laughs> we gather. Oh, she almost lip sync last season. 
Uh, and that's that on that. Up next into the room is this my favorite. <laughs> Wendy, I mean, Kitty Scott Claus. Oh, Lord. Comes in, dress, <laughs> comes in dressed up as Elle Woods meets Living Jackie Onassis. LaGuardia, you know, it's, it's giving me, it's giving me um, my Anna Nicole meets Jimma uh, Collins uh, fantasy. Sure. You know, I mean, I didn't <laughs> I didn't think much of Miss Kitty. It was it was cute. She looked yeah. Fine. That was cute. She needs to pad she needs to pad that bottom. And this is gonna be an ongoing issue with me and her uh for the rest of this up this episode as we talk about the fashions. Uh did you know that she is in a girls allowed uh tribute group with Miss Cheryl Holt? I learned that when she walked through the door. <laughs> but that doesn't oh, that doesn't uh make me excited exactly. or anything. <laughs> exactly. But I guess what's, what's different is something about Miss um, Kitty gives me comedy queen, kitschy mm-hmm. in camp, where I didn't necessarily, I mean, I got some kitschy from Cheryl, but Cheryl was like serious about her girl group shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what the other side of that is what it looked like and how that's married with her involvement in that group. Because like I said, Cheryl Hall, we, we heard nonstop series one about how much she was in the fucking girl. She has a podcast about girl groups. Child, anyway, Miss Cheryl Hall. <laughs> you think we're in store for some uh some sloppy ass dips no sloppy i mean probably but i don't know if they're gonna come from kitty but they probably gonna come from somebody <laughs> up here <laughs> we will see i was there uh, during the lip sync or during one of the lip syncs tonight i was uh, i was waiting was to see if we were gonna get one but we're gonna talk about that lip sync because i was real concerned about that i <laughs> I hope that bitch got insurance. Uh, and for more reasons than one. Anyway, up next to the room is Miss River Medway. Uh, somewhere Sister Sister is shook because this is very much so Sister Sister's color palette. She has the uh the uh, uh like the light ba- the light baby blue furry arms and this orange jumpsuit. She looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I thought she looked really cute. She probably, you know, I think. She her drag. Remember we did the Meet the Queens. Her drag always. Her drag looked polished. Yeah, right way. Well, that said during the Meet the Queens. Baby, one of them looked like Barbie and the Rockers. The other one when she going to the Barbie and the Rockers concert. Um, yeah, she's wearing Sister Sister's signature color palette. I will say that she is uh, still giving me very much a low energy, like she was giving during the Meet the Queens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's subdued. She's subdued. Well, you know how that goes for the girl sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bitch, you gotta fake it till you make it. You will they will LaShawn beyond you on this motherfucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Remember LaShawn Beyond said, I'm just so shy. Oh girl, all she wrote production slid that motherfucking bill and, and that invoice under that door the next day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> After Miss River Medway comes in, Scarlet Harley comes in and is absolutely fucking chaotic <laughs> and loud. And I said, oh my God, I am Scarlet Harley. <laughs> I, she, the, the dress, the, 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 the look left something to be desired. She has this swept to the side red hair and this printed um, off the shoulder dress with the matching shoes. It just seemed... Um, Underwhelming to me. Yeah, I mean, it just was, it was, it was basic. A lot of the girls came in and they were kind of just, you know, 
The girls came in at Forever 21 outfits this season. Yeah, they were just like, okay, you know, I'm going to just wear something cute, pop on through yeah. to um, Miss RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, right. Save the good shit for uh, Showtime. <laughs> because this, this is going to be a forgettable last moment. Either way, what I do like about Miss Scarlett Harlan is that, you know, the girls pump in and go, I'm this, I'm not, I'm not, and it's, it just comes off as hella fake. Mm-hmm. This comes off as her, like, authentic personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is very, it's very, very her. She's, uh, she said she gives a bit of slag and a bit of class. I like her off. The, I knew I liked her during the Meet the Queens, and I like her off the bat now too. Yeah, yeah, she's genuine, right? Yeah, and we appreciate Which I love that. In the drag queen. Yes. yes, especially on this show and at this point in the Drag Race game, where all of the girls are just trying to make a moment. Mm-hmm. So a t-shirt. Uh, that doesn't necessarily always come off as authentic and genuine. And um, I'm looking forward to see what Miss Scarlet gives to our right. variation of the competition. So uh, <laughs> the, the the one diversity candidate that we have in this entire cast, Miss Vanity Milan. Don't do that. <laughs> Listen, all of the girls called out the lack of diversity up in this cast. They called out the lack of black queens. We got the yes, other the queens of, of color. Queens. They give you right. They called out the lack of black queens on this motherfucking show. Anyway, Benny de Milan pumps in, giving us full spice realness. Uh, oh, spice God. the dance hall artist. Miss, I need you to wake up. Okay. <laughs> I need you to wake it up, bitch. Baby, wait until seven, ho. So you need to get you your Red Bull, bitch. Get you some motherfucking wings. Oh, job. And show up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So Miss Vanny de Milan pumps in and Look the melanin is popping. Next. The mel- yes, very, very, very that because see this costume is giving in the front and in the back just like she's pooping fabric and she should have brought this entire thing all the way around. But I'm gonna give her this. Child, and then she's it's talking her, about my it's husband her made it. Girl, it's her. She's only been doing drag for one year. Uh huh. Um, what is this? What is that right this? Oh, yeah, she only been doing drag for one year. And then she says that her husband has been, and her husband made her costume. And this is a going theme with her all, all this episode. There's a couple of theme, themes that are coming up with some of the girls that I'm not about to sit through for however many episodes we have. <laughs> um, her, her husband, and, but I gotta, I will say this. Is that what you need? Is that what we need to do now? What? Because a lot of these girls are married to their costume maker. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. You know, Shea Kulay is married to... Shea Kool-Aid is married to a guy who uh, does stuff with drag. Um, yes. Chad Michaels. Yeah, it's not, it's not uh, unheard of. Oh, right. Totally. Delta works. Delta, Delta's man makes all her outfits. Right. Uh, Mr. Davis uh, Mr. Davis is motherfucking present. <laughs> For Mrs. Kosh, that motherfucker is present. I said, is that what I need to do? Get me a man who makes me costumes and that's what I'm going to be on the come up. I love yeah. that for me. Noted. I'm going to put that shit up on Craigslist. Um, <laughs> what Vanity Milan does, uh, what she doesn't have in drag experience, she does make up in a dance TV because the bitch has been taking classes. She's talking about jazz tap, hip-hop, interpretive, fossey. I said, well, okay, girl, it's giving a saw, seat to Mandela. I was about to say, you saw what happened to the last bitch who came in here running a dance TV. Well, you know, the next one to run her, her dance CV, too, is Miss Ella Vidae. Oh, one thing. Never mind. Miss Ella Vidae, who comes in and is giving... She in the face. I was like, is that Alyssa Edwards? Mm-mm. She needed more makeup really? on. Next. Well, well, well. 
We need it. We need more makeup this, on. This is one of those little short, little scoochy dresses with the cut on up in the titty. The girls are not afraid of the titty bib in this season. <laughs> so Miss Elevenay comes in and immediately the camera cuts to Veronica Green because Veronica knows who this cunt is. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Veronica, as you mentioned back in series two, has been trying to get on Wicked, and she mentioned that no shortage of seventy-five times last year. <laughs> <laughs> so let you, the, the bitch was like, like she act like she was just a job interview. She was giving you Tracy Melcher. Mm-hmm. You know, Tracy act like every moment when she on Drag Race Canada is a job interview. Yeah. So Miss Elevade has also been on the West End and has actually been in Wicked, and Miss Veronica is uh, uh, a group because there is in fact another queen on the show who does what she does. Yeah, I thought it was funny when she was like, you were on Wicked. I was trying to get on Wicked. Try- <laughs> she was like, yeah, I, I, she was definitely gobsmacked. Yeah. By Miss Ella. I, looked, I mean, I thought she looked good. I thought this was not what I expected her to walk into the workroom in. She seemed much more grandiose in her um, meet queens. Yeah. Well, I also feel like she had on a little bit more makeup in that meet the queens. Well... Well, and that's on Nina Bonita Brown. It was a but I, it was a few of them this episode where I was like, mm, we could have put some more makeup on. You know, I'm not just saying you got to be just like uh caked and all of that stuff, but mm-hmm. come on, you know, give me some drag makeup a stick. Give me some, right. give me some makeup. Some some razzle dazzle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, following Miss Ella uh, Ella we have Cherise May and one of my favorite looks out of the ones that come to the work room. She is giving us a uh, bullfighter, bull hair mm-hmm. with the horns, the red and yellow. She is from Spain. Uh, she will tell you that a million times, and we love that for her. She's from Valencia, but she kind of lives in Newcastle. Um, I love this look. Mm-hmm. I think it's unique. I think it's. Um, I think it tells me a little bit more about her. Mm-hmm. I hated her meet the queens look. You remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, hated that. Yeah, I think that she's going to be uh, a bit of a wild card because I don't exactly know where to place her in my, like, you know, the power rankings I'm doing in my head. Mm-hmm. It's just like a blank space for her. So, um, yeah, I like the look. I like the look. Um, so the roses are exquisite. I think the, the details on the arm. Because we also learned in this episode that she's a she's an artist. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the pieces that she wears are hand-painted by her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's what I would have loved to have heard in the Meet the Queens. Well, you know, we had to get through the five million stereotypes. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> Did she mention she was an immigrant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, but I will tell you, I, I, in this moment, I am enjoying her a lot more than I enjoy her in her Meet the Queens. I find her quite spunky. Yeah. And I think I really, and I really appreciate this. This look is um. I'm not gonna say more elevated because you know it's 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 general, but I I do appreciate that this look seems to suit her a lot more than whatever kind of speed race or helmet she was wearing during the Queens. <laughs> Up next into the workroom, we have the Queen making history as the first AFAB. I'm only using that for the sake of describing her this historic moment because she is a drag queen, Miss yes. Victoria Scone. And they drag they drag this moment out. And I do love her little entrance phrase of hell have no period like a woman sconed. 
Now that one you can put on a t-shirt. <laughs> put it on some Brew Peter badges. Put it on some postcards, bitch. Make some coasters. Because that was a good one. Yeah. They drag this woman out and we get a full opportunity to get into the Eleganza because Miss Victoria is a camp uh old dame kind of drag queen. Think uh Dame Edna, but even better. Um she comes in in this beautiful um what is the word I'm trying to say here? Like this berry robe and the feather, the this feather is absolutely exquisite around the shoulder. The train, the train is training. The train is training. And immediately you know that Victoria out the break, you see her, you know, she is a season queen. She knows what the fuck she's doing. Mm-hmm. And she has her aesthetic down pat. And it is drag. Yes. Yeah, she looked it real good. Drag. She looked expensive. Um, it gave me what I needed. It was the right amount of drama coming in. It's right. The right amount of paint on the face. Raspberry is the color I was trying to say. Jesus. Raspberry. Raspberry. I have a Jaffy Bullshit coconut. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. From Absolutely. When she came in, I said, okay, absolutely. This is what I need coming into the workroom. Right. I have a question. Do you think she auditioned or do you think they reached out to her? <laughs> I think she no, I'm actually, well, so we, I remember, remember we had this discussion on a past, uh, past episode where we talked about how performers that they were not casting that um, did not fit into a specific mold were still submitting audition tapes anyway mm-hmm. and just weren't getting casted. So it was having that kind of that shadow. We're not seeing that we're not casting those types of queens, but we're not casting those types of queens. Yeah, no, I think that I think that she auditioned. I mean, maybe hell, maybe they reached out to her. Maybe they um had in their minds they were like, okay, we want um an AFAP mm-hmm. queen on the show this season. Um, or maybe she auditioned. Who knows? You know, we talked about how Land decided was dropping audition tapes every five seconds. And that's what um, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah. Was it picked from the pool? Uh, and it was enough to insinuate that she wouldn't get on if she didn't audition. She clearly <laughs> will eat the girls right up down or right. maybe jump. To her individually um because they are trying to diversify who they're casting on the show which is great i think this is reflected across all the brand, all of the franchises mm-hmm. anyway the girls are eating miss victoria scone up they are reveling in this historic moment and I'm, I'm glad we get this moment to do this with her i'm glad we acknowledge it and we celebrate all of the people who perform and participate in drag because drag is for every single body mm-hmm. it's a phenomenon Drag is all over Misha, the world. Misha, Iman, it's coming for you to show the world. Uh, you don't I get to, you don't get to rap that verse after you after the way that you have tried me um and reneged on your promises. What promise that I wouldn't get blocked by Tamisha Iman? <laughs> that you were going to get your um a premium uh, a show premium me receipts, pass. girl, because you don't <laughs> ever have no motherfucking receipts for this, this mama. You never have the receipts for this conversation. You keep trying to push. What is he giving? To buy a premium pass for the podcast. As in false propaganda. Now you had you have a second opportunity as I texted you last night. The Tamisha you know, Iman. Thing, I already gotta get the shutter. <laughs> uh, I already gotta get a shutter account so I can watch Dragon. That's only five dollars. The uh, Tamisha Iman network is uh rebranding got itself. The girl right together. They said oh, we're gonna put 16 different episodes in the middle so you can go right outside of that trial uh <laughs> period that you was in, girl, where you was only paying a dollar a month. <laughs> Anyway, work Victoria Stone. We are so excited to see you on the show. Mm-hmm. I live for I can't be queen, and she gets it. She gets it. 
And you know, a lot of girls come and say, I call myself camp, but they don't quite get it to the caliber that I know Miss Victoria Stone does so far. Mm-hmm. Alexa Fence comes in and immediately I go, no. Exactly. Because um, <laughs> this bitch comes in wearing a black uh, velvet jumpsuit and like uh, Miley Cyrus, piss urine, yellow wig, and Flat. those uh, uh, those laser cut glasses that I actually quite love. Yes, very, very. Jenny Lemon is somewhere missing a wig, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or or their real hair. And my, my note here says she's a dummy. What? Because <laughs> that bitch touched an electric fence. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what she had a name from. Why are you touching electric fences, man? Well, maybe she thought it was turned off. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> You see a sign for something that says electric <laughs> fence, and you want to attempt to see if it's turned off? Well, you know, sometimes people are curious. Have you ever watched the Darwin Awards? No. Do you know what the Darwin Awards is? I mean, I can I, I can um, surmise what it's about. I mean, it's a me. pretty, <laughs> like, cynical thing. But right. it, <laughs> the Darwin Awards is an award that they give out to people <laughs> for just, like, uh, not smart ways to die. Oh, it's a TV show. Thousand Ways to Die. <laughs> yeah, but this is not smart. So they specifically like why I think because in undergrad, I don't I, know, people, I, was, people know some weird shit. People were like climbing in between elevators and things. Yeah, but in undergrad, I tried to watch it, and then I just got really depressed. I'm like, I'm watching people die. I can't do this. Um, but people, this guy like blew his face off with this like high power water hose. She would be right up on there if she would have not. Um, yes. So that. like my note says, a dummy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we do learn. We do learn from the girls who are familiar with her work, not touching electric fences. That she is known for tossing herself around and jumping off of things, um, which we will learn about in depth throughout the season. That uh, up next is your girl Anubis. Why is she my girl? Well, hold up. Actually, <laughs> actually, I did like her wig, but that is not yes. my girl. I thought oh, the wig, wig was fierce. Not- Yes, I like, I like the, the, the color. color. I like the, the mm-hmm. yeah the deconstructed. So she's wearing so Anubis is a half uh, is half Egyptian mm-hmm. uh, on her dad's size, and that is that's where her name is Anubis, and she's wearing a deconstructed uh, well she describes it deconstructed Egyptian Egyptian flag. It is a uh, very very um, fashion meets camp kind of look, and I mm-hmm. dig it. I dig it. I was fully expecting this across the board tonight. Yeah. Um, everyone is gagged and this thing is 19 years old and she brings up an interesting point in her little um, introduction we have not had a camp doll her age because she's 19 and the girls are gagged over that mm-hmm. uh, you know you know, in the US you join the military on in the UK you go to drag race when you join 19 um, have we not had a, a young girl who does uh, camp who's on camp oh well, you know, also in the U.S., you have to be 21 to be on Drag Race, so. I don't think we've had anyone um, that has done, like, the, I guess, the pronounced version of camp that we think of um, mm-hmm. and that she's probably referencing. And we still don't, because guess what? <laughs> <laughs> so up next into the room is another uh, child, Miss mm-hmm. Crystal Versace. And the bitch looks good. She comes in. This is what I said. Like I said, I feel like, A, that I think about it, this is very similar to what she wore in the Mimi Queens, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen to recall saying electroshock is somewhere shook. 
mm-hmm. and this is some slightly similar. So the kids are wearing, you know, harnesses over bodysuits and these full volume sleeves. Regardless, she looks absolutely exquisite. The mug reminds me a little bit of Morris from Jagula. Do you know who I was going to say it reminds me of? Who? Gothy Kendall. I was going to say that too, but Gothy doesn't paint. Gothy's uh, forehead line is generally a little high. I'm sorry. Woo! The hairline is a little higher. Mm-hmm. And Loris used to wear her wigs that low on uh, Tragula. Mm-hmm. And in general, Loris is also an incredibly talented queen. I love Loris. Um, Crystal looks fantastic. The bodysuit is beautifully stoned. Um, the, th- the, the garment fits right. The uh, attention to det- detail is clearly paid. And it's giving me a little bit of Aquaria and the sense that, remember Aquaria, uh, when she popped into the workroom, I said, I don't know about this bitch. She <laughs> started off with, yeah, because she came in with a mullet, a belt across the titties, and a skirt. I was here for uh, it. Uh, I was here yes, for it. But, she but that's into what I'm saying. Girl. That's what I'm saying. This is this girl is giving us when we look at what she's going to give us a little later on in the, in the episode. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, subtle look at me and not look at me, look at the package, but don't let the package over um, shadow you looking at my face. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense. That you know, it's very, it was it was a simple, uh, simple look that says who Crystal Versace is without being, um, God, I'm looking for here, not overwhelming the persona. I would love to see. I would love to know how many of these things she made and what she paid for. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. Yeah, she calls herself Generation Rue, and we're gonna learn that she has had more work done than Detox. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we have Charity Case. Uh, very very fascinating book. That's charity it's with three Ks. <laughs> Ooh, well, we're on the curve as Miss Christopher Sachi is right up there with the case. So, um, <laughs> I was just saying, I was just saying, curve, on the curve, <laughs> we would have the same rally. Um. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Anyway, Charity <laughs> Case comes in giving us this um, French Revolution. I was going to say BB and St. Louis, but not quite. French Revolution zombie. It's actually quite Disney. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, like, you know, normally when people do like the horror deconstructed mouth thing, she had the uh, mouth gaper thingy and what it was called? Jaw openers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah she had one of the Zim. Like, like uh, Crystal, the, from, Crystal from Season yes, 1 Crystal. hat. Mm-hmm. She has that in, and but the the makeup work on this book is exquisite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not grossed out by it because a lot of times the girls do it, and I get very disgusted by it. And that's why I said it's kind of Disney, in like a spooky PG-13 kind of way. Right. Um, she looks great. She's been doing drag for five years, and she is certainly the freakiest we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And that is our cast. That's our twelve. Yeah. A lot of bitches to get through. It wasn't that many. Um, I liked so I like uh Victoria Scone. I like uh Charity Case. Um, uh, oh. I liked River. I liked her entrance look. I thought she looked cute. Um, yeah, those three like in particular uh caught my eye. Right. I think uh, well, in terms of personality, the girls are across the board uh, the same as the ones I clog out of the Meet the Queens. Kitty Scott Claws, I absolutely adore. Scarlet Harlot, I love. Um, I'm excited to see what Charity Case is going to do. 
mm-hmm. we're gonna talk a bit a little bit about my, about my concerns when we get further into the episode yeah i want to see because uh, i didn't because you sent me a text message about her and i did not get that i didn't see what you were talking about we'll talk about it a little later and of okay. course victoria skull Mm-hmm. And then Shariza had one of my um, favorite angels looks. So uh, what I do love is that, I mean, while some of the looks weren't the most exciting thing in, things in the world, it does feel like the girls were wearing things that were a little bit more accessible, mm-hmm. but were also polished. And the girls will t- tend to come onto Jag Race and wear these big, enormous things. And so I was saying earlier about Chris Versace, I don't get you. I get that you have bought drag. Mm-hmm. So um, I did like that aspect of it because you know what we know about Drag Race, the dolls are going into motherfucking foreclosure to be on the show. Yeah. Not Raj O'Hare, however, she said she spent six hundred on, <laughs> <laughs> and two hundred of that was on the plane ticket. Okay, <laughs> and black and mild. So <laughs> RuPaul comes up on the screen. We will, we will. Miss Victoria Scone adds a stool to her uh, robe, and RuPaul comes up in the room. Says what's popping, bitches. Let's get into the mini challenge. Okay, so <laughs> go ahead. You said what? Go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, and I mean, so I was so to keep it a buck. I'm usually not excited for these uh first day mini challenges because it right. it just works my nerves. Right, you're gonna shoot tennis balls at a bitch. You gotta uh, climb up a mountain of snow. You dunk her in a tank. Da da da. Um, I miss those days. I, I would prefer the I would prefer if there was no mini challenge on the first day. I would prefer <laughs> if they just, you know, got straight to the the D dragon and the talking. You will have to climb over this volcano, sixteen designer. It'll just be like, girl. <laughs> um, but I understand the function of introducing us to the queens. So the mini challenge, um, mm, excuse me, the mini challenge for these girls is a uh, a game of. What is it's not Pictionary? It's dirty charades. Dirty charades, right? So, and the the premise is that they're taking these uh, classic movies that have some uh, UK uh, influence or background, and they are dirtying them up. You know, uh, i.e., Mary Poppins turns into Mary Poopins, right? Um, so the girls are broken up into teams of four. I'm not going through all the teams and how everybody did. I'm gonna just say. <laughs> Um, some people were set up like no, Veronica. So Veronica was set the fuck up when she had okay. the um, pantomime. It was like uh, the curious case of, of Benjamin Buffalo. Yes. I was yes. like, How is she about the pantomime? Like, pantomime this. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other girls had Sperminator. Um, yeah, like some people had like real, like Mary Poopins. That was easier than the curious case. So, Veronica was set up. Um, and eventually her team got it. I don't know if she got it or if they um, fed it to them. Uh, because they were on like minute 36 and nobody was guessing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I thought that uh what's the name? Victoria Scone was hilarious when she was dying <laughs> yeah. on her way to the podium. Yes, yeah, you better milk every moment, bitch. Okay, boy. that's what it's here for. That's what it's here. That's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. I was like, wow, you know, on the first day it must be really interesting, uh, because you do have to uh yeah, figure out how you're going to pull focus. Right. You know what I mean? And it's hard when you got a whole bunch of people and everybody screaming and yada, yada, yada um, right. to figure out how you're going to pull focus. So I thought that was smart. Um, the winner of the mini, the mini challenge does not matter. No one won anything. Uh, yes, and that's why I was so over it. <laughs> what, what did you want them to win? 
First of all, I told you, I miss when they used to have me drowning the bitches. They said, go, listen, girls, I want you to come in in your finest smocks because of Latrice Royale, we're going to be spraying you with paint on a turnstile. <laughs> Remember back in the day, they used to be drowning the bitches. Yeah, well. Uh... Well, was, well so this is, this is, something that was also sort of painting my experience in this episode was the knowledge uh, or the rumors, I'll say, I'll say that, that oh this God. was rushed. Yes. That this was a rush, a rush job. And there was some mistreatment on the back end. Mm-hmm. And so now my eye um, is, is just inherently looking for where they're cutting corners. And mm-hmm. when I noticed that the big photo shoot, and you know, they could just also be COVID, right? Like you can't. Yeah. And the the, the reason why our pit, our brick crew was not there. And um, I was, what's that man's name? Is his name Dawes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm robbed of that moment. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you, you know, we play, we said there just play Pictionary. We play Battleships. First of all, I wanted that for All Star Six. I actually thought that, that was kind of fun. I actually thought that yeah. was kind of fun. Well, then it would have been fun if someone would have won. But what you need to win? What would you have won? Uh, oh, bitch! And they don't give out prizes the first fucking day. Now on they, the BBC, they, what you want them to give them an extra badge? <laughs> they get an extra apple pie at the McDonald's, girl. Right, girl. Ain't nobody no. <laughs> you know, I was listening real intently at the beginning of the episode. See if they had up the prize. They have not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You, you will be getting a nice little spirit airline flight to the U.S. to sit in the basement at Wild Presents mm-hmm. to do a show with Katya. Um, they couldn't even get these bitches a dress, like in Holla. Okay. <laughs> what the prizes? No, they. they, they you know. Oh, they upped the prizes, Miss Holla mistake. They the girls get coined and headlining festivals. Yes, I was thinking, I was watching rewatching Canada's Drag Race. I was like, I forgot Priyanka won a year's night, a year's worth of ho- uh, hotel stays. <laughs> I wonder if they extended that for her. Because mm-hmm. imagine when you can't go in, what you going to do? Go to the uh, Toronto Hilton? Maybe she cashed all of them, and that's how she's financing these shitty ass videos. Oh, girl! According to Miss TikTok, they are living from Miss Lemon's verse. So <laughs> every every little swag, I said, now how? It's a lemon spears, not that fierce. Yeah. So anyway, the girls, <laughs> the girls are told by RuPaul, um, as is the case in every season of UK so far, that their runway theme uh, for the first night will be uh, a dual runway. The first one being a hometown look. Uh, and we're going to come back to that because I have some comments about Michelle and RuPaul's knowledge of uh, the culture. Okay, okay, okay. To, 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 to. And, I, just, I just need you all to start lying, please. <laughs> and um, a hometown look and a My Favorite Things look. So that was cute. Um, yeah. What, what would your favorite thing be? What would you do? French fries. I'd be a French fry. Oh. Oh, that'd be so cute. Oh, would you be a, a bag of chips in the, in the vein of a, a, a whore? Is that what you want for yourself? Right, I'd come out in the whore's outfit. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I, 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 I kept trying to think about what it would be, but I guess plants. Mm. I'm a plant zaddy now, so I would be dressed up as um, I dress up as my plant little bow wow. Child, okay, it's a peace lily. Mm. Well, that's cute. Um, yeah, so the girls start de-dragging and we get a few points about the girls um, to mention. So one thing that we are introduced off top, uh, introduced to off top is that Victoria ain't scared of this shit. One of the queens goes over and says, hey, are you scared of being in this environment? You know, with a whole bunch of people who are not the same uh, gender as you. And Victoria's like, no. 
first of all, right. I work in the clubs. You know what I mean? So I'm Thank around right. I'm around y'all all the time. Um, right. So why would I be scared to be here? And it just goes to show that a lot of these drag queens have only been in drag spaces because, you know, I, um, I've been in a lot of burlesque spaces. And, you know, ain't nothing to see a titty and a cootie cat here and there and cook mm-hmm. my home. And we just, and it really depends on the back, uh, whatever kind of background we have. Mm-hmm. We don't always get fancy dressing room spaces. And girl, we are performers. We just change. So I was like, oh, she's a pro. Yeah. She's a pro. Yeah. So, I mean, it was no, it was no sweat off of, it was no sweat off of Victoria's back. Um, she said, girl, I've seen it before. You good. I'm not interested. Right. <laughs> the, right. Yeah. She's also a lesbian. So, right, she's <laughs> a whole lesbian. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the second one of the other things that uh or beats that we get is about River and her mother. Um River is talking to uh oh Vanity. Vanity and uh this beautiful skin. Oh my god. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I am River talks about her mother, who we learned passed from COVID uh before she got the call saying that she would be on the show. And um, you know, it's very emotional. River talks about how she had some of her mother's clothing with her and how uh, her mother is one of the people that she is doing this for, this being uh, the competition. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and so that that's really tough, right? So we see the impact, especially when we're talking about the, the UK, which was uh, slayed by Miss COVID during the onset. Out of this year, this year, guys. Yeah, Man. yeah. And um, been in and out of lockdowns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we kind of see, you know, that effect because this is this was also filmed like what very close to UK too, which yes. had to stop production due to COVID, right? right? Um, which mm-hmm, and this one probably track over. I had some theories about this, but probably when this Delta variant was getting fierce. Yeah, and I mean, and and it comes up also in uh, some of the girls' comments when the girls are talking about how. Uh, uh, this is the first time that they have been around this many people um, coming mm-hmm. out of lockdown. Um, and so, yeah, you see the, you know, we're still in a very kind of like sensitive uh, place in terms of the, the pandemic um, and yeah. where people are at. Um, and so there is that emotional overlay. I hope that RuPaul is a little nicer this season and that cursing bitches out um, for H&M uh, because trauma. So, and something else, uh, that that reminded me of was that in season 13 in the u.s um i can't remember which one of the queens somebody was talking to but somebody was talking to one of the queens and uh they were asking them why were they so hype in the background of all the lip syncs in season 13 and mm-hmm. the the queen it may have been rose or it may have been denied Probably rose because rose was back there dancing well, yeah, and whoever the queen was, they said, well, you have to realize this was in the middle of lockdown. So this was actually mm-hmm. the first time I'd even seen a drag queen lip sync in months. Right. right. And it really is a magical, I mean, drag in general is quite magical. And to be able to get out of your house to see it and to feel that energy again, mm-hmm. and then also sort of that backup of the energy, because there's only with so much drunk dancing you can do in your apartment. <laughs> um, yeah, so that type, that type of um, excess energy really is emotional yeah yeah it is yeah and it's something that you miss and 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 for for folks on this show you know you're talking about uh being kind of removed from a community that you you depend on you know um that you regularly see it's a support group 
Um, and so it makes sense when the girls are saying, um, this means so much to me because this is the first time that I've been out the house. Um, or the first time I've been around this many people I've missed, uh, communicating with people like this. I missed the, the ability to hug somebody. Um, that means a lot. Um, Veronica feels like she does not have to prove herself anymore. Um, and I said, yeah, <laughs> you don't. Um, you don't have to prove yourself one because we've already seen what you can do. And I was thinking right. about what kind of um, disadvantage Veronica may be coming in to this competition with. Because on season two, Veronica had the privilege of sneak attack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, she came in and some girls knew what she could do. Other ones didn't, right? And you Actually, didn't. none of the girls knew who they were, who she was. And I, well, I, I mean, Tia Coffee. Kind of. Well, yeah, I remember thinking that when she was walking in, it was really nice for Veronica to have this moment where the girls knew who she was because Veronica knew who everybody was. Veronica had posters. Right. Like, Bimini, up in our right. right. And Bimini was, was like, no, no, you babes. She was like, uh, uh, can you get my coffee, girl? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it was nice of, uh, to have that. I'm going to apply the same thinking that I have for Miss Eureka when Eureka came back on season mm-hmm. nine. I fully expect her to perform at the, the standard that I saw her performing at when she was on her original season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that she even needs the uh, the advantage of the sneak attack. She just needs to perform well. Well, we'll see. Because um, this runway tonight. Um, based on so- the homage to slavery. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the girls are seeing what she could do. Um, yeah, we don't get that much more out of the girls in this particular thing. When they're getting ready, I'm looking at different people's makeup, and I was getting excited. Um, uh, Miss Hilly 2.0 was exciting me um, when she was putting all that green on her face. Oh, this Kashi Six Nine. Talk about charity case. I know Charles Mason Jr. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was that was exciting. All right. Like well, it. let's. Get, bring it to the runway, runway, bu- 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 runway. So first things first, RuPaul comes out in this uh, purple and black gown. Mm-hmm. She looks beautiful. It was the most exciting RuPaul gown I've ever seen. But RuPaul wears a lot of gowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that she's staying in form. Um, on the judging panel, we have Graham Norton, Tina Burner's mm-hmm. ex. <laughs> um, <laughs> Michelle Versace looks fantastic. And making a special guest appearance from series two, Ellie Diamond. <laughs> Goodbye. That was Ellie Diamond. Ellie Diamond played him in the Snatch Game. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, it happened, Brenda. Uh, one thing I did notice about this, um, and maybe, maybe I was just not paying attention. RuPaul was acting like everything they were saying on the judging panel before she sat her ass down was hilarious. Well, RuPaul was acting like a lot of stuff was very hilarious. <laughs> episode. So, and we're going to get to that in the runway. Because there's one particular thing that she was just falling uh, out about. And I yes. said, ma'am, is it this? Am I missing something? Is it this funny? Well, the gag was, the gag, we'll get to it when we get to that particular part. So the first one up is Victoria Scone representing, the first category is Queen of Hometown, Hometown Queen. Mm-hmm. Victoria Scone is from Cardiff. Uh, and she comes out in this full big daffodil drag and immediately we get what we were promised in terms of the big campy drag. It's giving did you remember when Trinity did talk war with the little pull up? Yeah, <laughs> pull yeah, up I remember piece. that mess. That yes. was mess. Yes. Child, you know the mess is Alexis Michelle's. Um, 
she has this the yellow wig is right the details are right on this daffodil the green little leggings even the green leggings look good too it looks like it's seamlessly a part of the the uh the costume and it is exactly who victoria is in terms of camp and drag so two mm -hmm. yeah it was beautiful it was beautiful i have nothing bad to say about it she looked good the makeup looks right the wig is right it's <laughs> she knows what she's doing Mm -hmm. She knows what she's doing. Uh, Kitty got Kid, Wendy Williams comes out, and we have some, <laughs> so a couple things. So Wendy, uh, whoo, Kitty's got calls from Birmingham, and she's giving us. It's apparently the birthplace of English uh, British chocolate. Did you get that from this outfit? Look, you know I'm featuring Miss Kitty Got Claws. I wasn't getting shit from that outfit. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe it's this. Maybe it's a. Maybe it's a UK only brand that you're not thinking about. Because I did not get that. I, first, I thought she was a milkmaid. I thought she had a glass of milk, and then like she still has it in her hand. Um, the outfit's terrible. It's a boot. But <laughs> what I do want to point out is that Kitty needs to start padding that bottom. Yeah, because you're not going to have titties on the top and pavement on the bottom now listeners i just want to point out that in the history of uh, black to our roots uh i have made this comment several times about several queens um uh -huh. <laughs> and i have been you're told to, just, to try to throw me under the bus and i have been and told to just accept that that is what they give that's not true go pull the receipts <laughs> Go pull the camera. I go have made this comment several times about no, how to I guarantee I said the same thing about Bimini when she popped in the room last season and the titties was given air balloons and it was given full-on pancake down at the bottom. I said, when I made this comment about portions Ms. Are um, when I was making this comment about Miss, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Francophone? Uh, Rita Baga. Rita Baga, yeah. No, no, because I know I clocked that. Go get the, go get the recording. Go get because yes, because Miss Miss Rita was also nice and disproportionate, <laughs> especially in her non-denim outfit. Don't mm -hmm. try to throw me under the bus. Go ahead, go listen to it. I remember. <laughs> okay, go listen to it. Yeah, I was told that it wasn't that much of a problem. I don't believe you. Okay, okay, go ahead. Let's see how my clothes lies, Miss. Go ahead. Lies, lies, Mally. All right, I'm going to try to pronounce this because uh, it, it, it's the next. So this, the next one is Ella Bidang. Um, she's from Dagenham. I forgot she was yes. on the show when she walked out. I said, wait, which one is this? Yes, she's giving very much so Jackie Cox. Um, <laughs> so she's doing, she's from Dagenham. I want to make sure I said that correctly. Um, she is doing an homage to the Ford sewing mechanist strike of 1968. Mm-hmm that movement uh and uh, obviously in the 60s attire she comes out in this blue trench coat in her sign trinity clay bonet uh, helped her make it <laughs> <laughs> and then she reveals to this 60s era dress um it's it was okay i didn't know right fucking home about i, I thought it, you know the, the dress fit right and it looked like it looked like it could have been a costume but it also looked like uh she had a tailor to the body so mm -hmm. Yeah, it was whatever. Uh -huh. It was whatever. I wasn't yeah, getting live. You know, it wasn't in the book. So, oh, is this bitch next? Wait a minute. That's not what my notes say. Hold up. Oh, I didn't take a picture of this. Huh. Well, let's show uh, Anubis is next. She's from Brighton. And this is where Michelle Massage decides she wants to get um, Miss Joe Black together. 
because because uh, Joe Black is also from Brighton and she did Brighton Palace, I believe. And she said, "What? No palace?" I said, "Michelle, y'all know y'all was being real country that day." Well, and and first of all, Joe Black did an accurate uh, representation of the yeah, palace. Yeah, so it was and, very, very, very accurate. And y'all didn't know See, what the fuck y'all were talking about, and, and tried to and tried her and sent her home. So right. <laughs> don't bring that up. Because she actually, said, "Oh, not she said, oh, not your Bowie." I said, "That was literally a Bowie." <laughs> right. It needed to be a little bit more polished, I thought, but it was Bowie. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Miss Anubis is doing the Brighton Pier, um, in this lovely white gown. The wig looks right. Um, you know what I noticed about her and all of the looks tonight? I wasn't that here fit. for the there's dress. A, there's a there's a fit issue. Yeah, but I wasn't that the here for the over- dress. It looked like a it looked big. It's yeah. It looked big, yeah. And I had the same issue with the next look that she wears, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just all right. So uh, before we get into this next uh, this next person, who is River Medway, and she is giving us um, a Thomas Methorn um, piece, an homage, if you will. Uh, she has this, she's wearing this green outfit. It's basically a green bodysuit. And she has a cone on her head. And <laughs> it speaks specifically to how this particular statue is vandalized with, with, a, with a cone. And the bitch is eating up the presentation because she comes out giving a full pointer dog. Right. And she stands there for a second. And production was doing her a lot of favors because she stands there for a little bit. I'm like, okay, girl, what you gonna do is the TV frozen. And then she starts shuffling. So the girl clearly practiced. The presentation was right. The judges are eating it up. Child, and in my head, was I'm going, falling on the floor. Baby, baby, it was giving. I love it from uh, Madonna the Rusical. <laughs> when she said her mother died, <laughs> it was giving that from the Madonna Rusical. Um, <laughs> she died when I was the, five years old. I, I love it. it. Um, so a couple things we need to talk about here. One, the look itself is very pedestrian. Yeah, like, it is. It's very okay. I thought it thought it could have used some zhuzhing, but she's a new girl, so I won't give her too much. What I found fascinating was we reveal after RuPaul has this laughing fit, has no idea what she's referring to. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. Got me to thinking. Where where are you going? To, where are we striking this balance of? I'm not going to clock the girl because I know the reference or I'm going to give the girl her tens even though I don't know the reference. I mean, yeah, I think that like, I think in cases where they don't really know exactly what the reference is, um, it comes down to is the look good? Is the girl selling the look? And in this case, the look is kind of pedestrian, but uh, she's selling the the look. She was hilarious. I thought Mm -hmm. her engagement... Their two girls can get on that runway and not be terrified of the judges and still interact with them. So you see as she's walking off the stage, she's still interacting with the pointing again. Mm-hmm. She finally breaks off and she does have a fierce little walk on her. So I, I'm this is also shifting my thought of what's going to happen about Miss River Medway because I have to be honest with you, I was looking at some of that earlier editing. And so she going home tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a look. It's fierce. Crystal comes out and she is give, she's with Kent. She's giving us Garden of England. Um, this reminded me a little bit of what Laganja Stranger wore on All Star Six. <laughs> Which I mean it's not a read, both of them look fantastic. She looks yeah. absolutely exquisite. The makeup is right, the vines and on the um the caging, because essentially she's wearing a bodysuit under this 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 cage and the vines absolutely spectacular and this is where i thought i wonder if she made this 
Mm-hmm. She might have. Um, she might be giving um Violet Chachki teeth. You know, I love when the girls when the girls can um make the jish mm-hmm. and still be fashion for it because sometimes the girls are making the jish and it's getting very much so Michael. So um, yes, work. Love this for her. Up next is Miss Veronica Green. I refuse to talk about this. What? It looked good. What are you talking about? Veronica Green. Yeah, she looked in good. Her dress. She looked oh. terrible. <laughs> she looked all right. It looked good. She looked horrible. The proportions were wrong. Are you serious? I thought she looked. Yes. I thought she looked all right. I said, okay, Miss Veronica. You know, you giving it. You giving us a shape. You showing some skin. There's, there's a silhouette. Jamal, do you remember her hometown look looked like when she was on um, series two? Uh, no. She had that beautiful rose red gown. This looks like something that she made in the back. <laughs> she's trying to switch it up. She's giving us something different, you know, series two. She wasn't wearing like leotards like that, you know. She's yeah. I thought she looked good. <laughs> Garlic Harlot comes out. <laughs> Your taste level right now. Scarlett comes out. <laughs> she looked good. Hold on, let me, let me look at it again. Here she comes. Yeah, it looked all right. You can't see me right now, but I'm looking at your picture on the Zoom call. It looked, it looked like this, this, the uh, scrubby thing that uh, what's that bitch's name? Bag of Chips made series one. She looked all right. You at work, Miss Veronica. Go ahead, Scarlett. Come out with pearls on her Oops. face. Like a- yeah, Scarlett. Uh, Scarlett is giving us East London pearling. Queen Elizabeth tees, uh-huh. black gown. Uh, the makeup is right. The wig is right. The, the dress is cheap. Right. Well, you know, it, it, therein lies the issue, which is wearing a, a basic black dress down the runway. <laughs> it will give. It will give you Forever Twenty One, real quick. It will give you pr- a pumped up prom dress real fucking quick. Mm-hmm. So she looks all right. She looks great. Um, Electra comes down the runway uh, from Burnley. This bitch is legit five two. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she is. She is teeny. I didn't even realize that until later on when she's on stage coming. When with Jojo Siwa is. Uh... <laughs> so she's paying homage to the very first female uh, miners in Burnley. Um, she, her uncle was a miner. Her granddad was a miner. Um. She's wearing these chaps. You know, we have a history with chaps on the runway. Ellie Diamond is somewhere pumping these out for the girls. <laughs> right. Right. Ellie Diamond is back there just, just sewing away. Because one thing Miss Ellie Diamond know how to do is make some fucking chaps. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's like a regular regular outfit to me. Mm-hmm. So Miss Vanity Milan comes out. And actually, <laughs> white lights with Miss Vanity is presenting tonight. So she comes out in this um, full, and we'll, call, we'll call it a robe. So that's what we'll call it. It's not, yeah, it's a robe. This tiered uh, tool robe that has all of the, I guess what we call we would call the area codes here in the US, uh, the black area, black area codes of South London. Uh-huh. Now, Jamal and I talked about this last night. We said, this bitch come out in some poom poom shorts and a puffer jacket and a box of chicken. That's it. Well, yeah, I mean, but when she came out tonight, I said, you know what? Shout out to the um black girls over in the UK because although they they're they braided down, they're, they're braided they're wigs, busy, right? Yeah, they're braided wigs be together. I said, y'all better yes. do this. Yes, 
and Miss Thing is Jamaican too. So she both she she finally does a reveal and she has this work, 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 work dress. Now I know mm-hmm. Jamaican don't come for me. Um dress <laughs> drag him. Yeah. Drag him. Right, right, right. Drag <laughs> well, actually, I said no, bitch. I know, but she wore this dress <laughs> in the motherfucking video, girl. So don't do me. Drag uh, him. Yes. Yes, giving On us a full full Gassini bonus. Um, she looks great. I think she looks uh, fantastic. I'm glad that she had a great showing, given that she's new mm-hmm. to drag. And I love that she had. I love that she waited the re- for the reveal. I can tell that she has some elegance about her. And she mm-hmm. comes on the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, after Miss Vanity, we have Shariza, who uh, boot. And then lastly, ah. <laughs> that outfit was terrible. It was a boot for me. She was giving us. Uh, magpie footballer and it just just was not right especially compared to what she wears later on and then lastly i thought this was actually quite exquisite was miss charity case I'll give you a second if you want to add anything to that since you like to do that no no i already did it i'm not i don't need to do it twice <laughs> and this rose this freaky rose monster look and i think this looks absolutely exquisite i think so she made it herself mm-hmm. um the work on the face and the teeth are spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way that she does the almost the bruising, if you will, on the back of, of her. The fake the the, uh, the painting on her body looks fantastic. I'm not even bothered by some of the like no no because that's that's right. It it just all looks right. It it it's telling me this rose story. It's telling me this uh, little shop of horrors esque reference. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked good. She looked absolutely good. It's one of my favorite things from the runway tonight. Yes, that's and that was um her link share uh link share rose. Oh, I'm gonna get red for shit right. All right, we're gonna take a real quick break and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Bing bang bong. Sing sing sing. My hair is and we're black. I'm actually not black. I'm Polynesian. Like the sauce. All <laughs> right. So the next category is these are a few of my favorite things where Jamal would be dressed up as a French fry. Shout out to Hora, and I would be dressed up as a plant. Mm-hmm. First up is Miss Victoria Scone. Her favorite thing is afternoon tea, and she comes out as a, a, a sandwich track. Everything. Tea Everything. Be ba- All over. Bowery. Yes, and the girls love to throw around Lee Bowery. Um, <laughs> they do. Right. I'm giving Lee Bowery. I'm giving Lee Bowery. Meanwhile, it is a bodysuit with a little bit of paint, <laughs> uh, a little bit of paint on it. Um, only thing I wish was different about this look is uh, the wig. Mm-hmm. I, I can I see that. Love the wig. Yeah, because if you were really of, living, if you were really giving Lee Bowery, there would have been no wig, and that yes. uh, you know what I mean. It would have been a base like, painting up into a hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't make the top piece of the scene work too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. After, after her is my girl, Miss Kitty Scott's Kitty Scott Claus, whose favorite thing is Abba. I love Abba. I, so this is this is how I know we're kitchen spirits. So I'm with uh, bottom panic. Um, the look is on point. It is definitely Abba. It's definitely Eurovision. Um, I love the addition of the fake microphone with the actual cord. She has the Abba choreography. That what is wrong with you? Go ahead. Go ahead. She Go has ahead. the Abba choreography. It's it, it, I can clearly see that her favorite thing was Abba. What you about to say, Sarah? <laughs> this bitch should have been right up at the bottom of Miss Jojo Siwa. 
on tonight. No, we will yes. talk about who gonna be who should have been up in the bottom. We're not gonna get go there today. <laughs> uh, I like the outfit personally. Mm-hmm. It's Abba. I didn't it's like definitely it. Abba. I didn't like it. Next. All right, up next is uh, your girl Alva Dame, who was wearing <laughs> the. <laughs> Child, you, you remember like, you didn't watch America. Never mind, you didn't watch America that season of American Idol. God dang it. You did this to me, girl. No, okay. Was, we all don't go to, we are all not like, okay, here we go. Here hell. we go. I I got you. You remember season three of Top Model, right? Yes. You remember Nicole. Yes. That's what uh Alva Day is giving me. <laughs> Somebody who is Ooh. there. But, yes. <laughs> but when you I'm not... to Tokyo and forget that bitch is there. <laughs> yes, and when she turned that corner, I said, "Oh, who is that?" I was like, "That ain't um, what's her face? <laughs> what's the other one?" See. Exactly, that's what it was giving me. <laughs> uh, anyway, she comes out. Well, here's the thing: she 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 gives us she gives me very much so uh, standard issue drag. And I'm tired of rainbow rainbow outfits. Very beautiful, very 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 beautiful. Um, not my favorite, my favorite version of the pride flag dress dress, but it does look as well made, and I like her wig. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, what, yeah. So up next on the stage is Miss uh, Anubis, and she is her favorite thing is sea creatures, and what she <laughs> neglected to mention on the runway, which she should have, because uh, she needed to be trying to save herself, is that it also was the last time, the last memory she had with her father which was going to the aquarium yeah she did um right so she should have added that should have should have some of the makeup choices yes well i understood where she was going but it we never got there mm-hmm. you know we called the uber with the uber cancel on us mm-hmm. um i wish she had worn the the netting on that a much more in a much more fashionable way Mm-hmm. They did. They point out in the judging that it just feels like she just threw over some net caping over her, and I can agree with that. It doesn't look like it was. Um, it looked like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also see this same issue we have with fit too, where the garment is not quite fitting to the body and it has an exposed zipper in the back. Gag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bitch learned how to. A bitch to, I took a couple swimming classes and suddenly I'm too good for an exposed. <laughs> takes you out of the illusion if you have this full sequin gown you need to have an invisible zipper on the back of that gown and it needs to fit you so yeah. up next is I the girl uh, it was terrible <laughs> who uh looks this is what i said one of the girls uh uh this next girl's favorite thing is music is river medway she looks like she is going to the jim and the holograms concert but she's not in jim and the hologram it um look like a a fifth Terrible. grader made a Halloween outfit. Baby, it is very, made, it's very mommy wow. Yeah, made an outfit for the um for the assembly, for the dance, the dance number <laughs> okay. at the assembly. Okay. Yes. Um boom. Yeah, no, no, ma'am. Well, look at at least she looks beautiful. She looks beautiful on the face. Okay, the next queen is Miss Crystal Versace. And her favorite thing is cats. Now, Miss Thing is pussy. Uh-huh. Pussy, pussy, pussy. The garment fits. And it is not just a regular cat suit. Uh-huh. Because one thing the girls, if they say, I'm going to be a cat, I'm going to just throw on a cat suit. Uh-huh. The exaggeration of the, sh- the shoulders, the jewelry, the addition of the spot of red 
in addition to that print and the black um, uh, jumpsuit under it mm-hmm. takes it from just a regular cat suit to fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, superb. I, I, there's nothing more I can say about this look. It's absolutely fantastic. And the makeup is just exquisite. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, watch the fuck out. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to give you a moment to say I don't have to No, it was good. <laughs> I, already it, I already said it was good. I ain't got nothing to say. It was good. Veronica Green uh, is in a much better outfit now, thank God. The um, child, what? She's wearing this uh, metallic snow costume. <laughs> and this, uh, no. Okay. No. No and no. I'm sorry. It wasn't even a heel on it. No. It's supposed to, yeah, well, you know, I, I definitely peed, but another girl is definitely wearing jellies tonight. I clocked, I told you somebody was going to be wearing jellies tonight. I told you yesterday. Well, that's, um, the, that's the legacy of Jenny Lemon. <laughs> and Katya. Miss um, Scarlett Harley comes out and she looks like she's a part of Barbie in the office. Her favorite thing is, mm-hmm. I don't keep saying Barbie in the office, but girl, I am too old for that. I'm too young for that. Um, Scarlett Harley comes out. Her favorite thing is music, and she's giving us a full 80s fantasy, which you know immediately makes you safe when it comes to RuPaul. Mm-hmm. You do anything 80s, and if you do anything girl around the way, Michelle and RuPaul will go up for it. Dress looks right. I think that she was served well by presentation and having fun on the runway because it is just a basic pink dress. Yeah, it is very basic. Yeah, yeah, right. So just like in the case of River, this is like you have to sell the outfit because yes. it's not that much going on. Exactly. But she did. And it showed and she got high praise for it. So work. Uh, up next is Miss Electra Jojo Siwa Honey Boo Boo Foods. Uh, and her favorite thing is her birthday. Um, the judges read this, but I actually didn't hate it. I wish what what bothered me was that there was no cinching of there was no um finessing of the body in this. Mm-hmm. Cause she's already little, yeah, and but she's also a grown man mm-hmm. who does drag, so there should have been some proportions and something something done to it to either give her some height or to give her some level of shape. And I'm not saying to sexualize a child, I'm saying that to have pulled this off a little bit more success, uh, successfully, especially since there's already so much going on with the outfit, so it just kind of reads as messy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, we, we see another callback. I love how I just know that uh, Sister Sister owns Blueface. <laughs> what she does. <laughs> and Tina Burner owns Flames. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if she had done some stenching, I would have bought this a little bit more because the, the, the pieces are right, but it's not read. The puzzle piece is not giving. Um, Vanity comes out and gives another homage to her husband. You're going to hear this a lot. Estonia work. Shariza comes out. And I thought this look was fantastic because this this is exactly what Shariza does. She is an artist. She hand painted this piece. It is giving me big business, 80s, um, uh, pop art-ish. It's fierce. Uh It's fierce. It's a nice fitted suit. It's also giving me a little bit of Miss Frizzle. I was going to say like detox would wear this, but detox would not put this on her body. No, detox um, would have had put the silhouette. She put the silhouette. Yes, without question. It would be Mugler. uh, it would be much more elevated, but I do love this, and I I hope to see more of this on Shariza, because it does seem like she. It, it, she I love hearing that she's an artist. Yeah, and that she is in, she incorporates it in her drag, and she looks 
so beautiful on the runway tonight. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. She looked, you can see her face. She's not wearing all that shit she was wearing when she was doing her uh, football look. The mug is right. The wig is right. It's absolutely expensive. Yeah. That was good. Um, and then last was certain. What's up? No, no, go ahead. I thought she was the last one. No, last one is my fucking charity case. Whose favorite thing is fish shows? A <laughs> um, couple things. Uh, look looks great. And I'm going to talk to you about the issue I have with her when we get to Untucked. Um, look is right. I thought the Jack in the Box thing was a little bit of a miss to me, mm-hmm. personally. Um, I didn't see that it was a dick until I watched it a second again, and then uh, second time, and then first one would say that it was a dick. Um, but the look is right. She she does the freaky thing well. Yeah. So my thought was um, already we're gonna need to diversify. You can't yes. do this. You're not going. You're not going to last long doing this every single time. Um, well, here's the thing. Well, that's, and and so that's the one thing. Go ahead. Yeah, and it's just not as exciting when you do it, do it just back to back. You know what I mean? You know what's right. exciting? If you would have did what you did the first time, and then when you came out, give me something completely different. You know what I mean? It's, exactly. It's, show me that you have, show me that you have range and skill. Um, <clears throat> because that's going to get, it's impressive, no doubt. Um, but I think that the, mm, what do I want to say? Well, no, I think that in the context Here's of this the competition, all the queens face a similar challenge, right? How yes. do I deliver and be interesting each time, right? Because you can't mm-hmm. deliver the same thing over and over and over again. Right. Um, and I, I just think that with the the uh, the queens that may be on the margins of what this show caters to, right? So like your your artsy queens or your freak queens, da, 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 they're just more obvious, you know what I mean? Yes. When they're doing the same thing over and over again. Um, so they're going to get targeted. And that's what I was thinking when I saw her come out again. I was like, mm, this is fierce, but we're going to need to switch it up. Also, I don't think the look was complete. I think the top was great, but the bottom I felt like was just like, what the fuck? So I thought it, it all looked fine. The, 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 the loose, I thought, so even the loose talk I knew was a part of the entire presentation. My issue with charity is, is those things, but I was starting to need some inklings of I felt like your look was basic. Mine was this, you know, this spooky hair, uh, whore, mm-hmm, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Why well, wasn't I out on the runway? And the, the girls who do that tend to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tend to, um, and it might be a reflection of their experience on their drag scenes. Um, they also try to reduce the girls who don't do that kind of drag. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was not featuring that because the minute you start to get that, the, the minute you start to get that in the first couple episodes, you start to get that throughout the um, entire show. Evie Audley has entered the fucking chat. Yeah. Um, so when she was, uh, she wasn't coming for um, Scarlet, but it felt it was, it, I, I was immediately getting those emotions. And granted, this is an emotional experience of you trying to reduce what this other girl does because it's not as edgy as what you do. But she does do something that is. And clearly interesting to the judges because she's standing up there and you're not. So you do need to diversify your package and respect that there are other types of uh, performers who don't do what you do and it still is uh, making the judges feel something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was yeah. my issue with charity. Yeah. And that was the 700 runway looks. Any yeah. favorites? Uh, <laughs> I think that... Um, Victoria, once again, I think that she stood out to me because she just gave mm-hmm. big, uh, big, uh, polished drag. Um, I like, uh, I was about to call her Estina Mandela. I like Vanity's <laughs> first look. I like Vanity's the first look. Yeah, I thought it was kind. Um, uh, 
I don't like shit that Veronica did, even though I thought that her first look wasn't that bad. Um, okay, girl. <laughs> and yeah, that, uh, she stood out to me. Charity Case, uh, her first look stood out. Uh, she was impressive for her just ability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I love Sharice May's second look, even though it was just a suit. I think it was a draggy suit and it showed off her artwork. Um, obviously, uh, Victoria Scone, Crystal Versace, I thought was spectacular. My challenge with her is going to be um, what, if, how is she going to start to look just bought to me? Uh-huh. So I'm interested to see what the personality is going to give throughout. She, the girl, let's let the girl, you know, breathe and give us time to give us personality. Yeah. I have absolutely adored um, Vanity's pre- first reason. Yes, you were right. The braided wigs and the British girls, they'd be right. Them South London bitches down mm-hmm. down draggy um yeah and that was fierce so let's get into the judging let's get into it so get the top the, the tops and the bottoms of this week so the tops and the bottoms of this week are victoria scone anubis river crystal versace uh scarlet harlot and electra fence um everybody else is safe and as we've already discussed miss charity is gagged so, um, Victoria, they tell her that they love uh, that the drag was big and that it was polished. It was well executed. Um, as, you know, we've talked about uh, Anubis. They said that they liked her first look, but that the second look was a bit of a mess um, and that the makeup looked crazy. Yeah, I didn't. With the same thing. I, zipper. <laughs> the exposed zipper. Um, yeah, I didn't understand them black marks on the face. I was like, did you get hit by a truck? You know, are you like... Well, it's supposed to be squidding, so it didn't quite, you know, didn't land. Well, yeah, because I thought that she was, um, what's some things that uh, always getting attacked by the, the boat, uh, <laughs> the boat uh, pedals and the thing, Otters. the manatees, the manatees. Uh, I thought she was... What about that said manatee? scraped up manatee you know how you you all remember them commercials where they were like we got to save the manatees because they keep uh, yes girl but what about that entire package said manatee them scrape them marks on the face i thought she had uh what about the rest of the garment okay but what about the rest of the piece anyway river (laughs) (laughs) river um they loved her performance um and this is where i said uh michelle and rue need to take some time to learn some shit um, because Michelle was like, I didn't even know what that was. I was like, okay, right. well, hmm. So meanwhile, Joe Black. Um right. <laughs> uh the second look they said was a no. Um Crystal Versace, they live for her. Uh at this this is the point in the episode where I wrote um Gothy Kendall down because they did like a close up of her mm-hmm. face, and I was like, mm, she looks like Gothy Kendall. And I, uh, I love Gothy Kendall. I was really sad she got sent home the first episode. I mean, she, uh, should, have been. Okay. she should have been. Well, I wanted to see what more she gave. Like, the girl does do fashion. Yeah, and I wonder if... um. I wonder if, and I'm going to have to do some research because I didn't do it now, but I wonder if uh, Crystal Versace is uh, at all um, kind of uh, related to Gothy Kendall. Um, oh, hmm, possibly. Because I know that Gothy Kendall has like a little house. Um, So... Yeah, so we were checking for that. Um, Scarlet Harlot, they thought that her looks were great. And Electra, they thought that she didn't go big enough, um, which I agree with. Electra, I can already see right now, um, the issue is going to be uh, 
just how big the bitch is lost in the yeah, bitch is lost in the songs. Yeah, how big the drag is and how polished it is. As we right. see a little bit later on, she definitely has um she definitely has uh talent, right? It's given Shangela. She definitely got the talent. Um but okay, we'll talk about it when the lip sync come out. No, it's not a read. I, I, it's just a, it's me building up to that moment. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so that's the thing. Then they go to the back and um charity is uh trying to let half. <laughs> and, that, and that's why I was like, oh, don't make me turn on you so early, girl, because you are so talented. You are so talented. But please mm-hmm. don't be, don't put yourself in this. I'm so different. I'm so different box that you can't appreciate what the judges see in the other dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so we have a little untucked moment. And the bitches come back out on the stage, and we learn for the first time in drag race history. Two lip syncs. Completely tonight. unnecessary. Bury that because normally what would happen in the, the last couple of franchises is it is you do the either you the lip sync for your life or the two top bitches lip sync and one person wins and they get to stay another week. No, 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 not in the UK. Somebody going home. We just but we still need you a lip sync for uh for the win, which okay. They, all right, first of all. Ain't no prizes adjacent to this. So they might as well just have given it to both of them. But whatever. <laughs> so the top two of the week are Crystal Versace and Miss Victoria Scone. Uh-huh. And immediately I'm going, oh, Victoria's probably going to wear her out. You know, Victoria's, you know, you know I'm, I'm a little biased, still can't win. I was going to be biased, still can't win. And then the song, the, the song is Total Eclipse of the Heart. Uh-huh. Lip sync starts. I'm thinking, what is Victoria going to do in this outfit? Because she has a bunch of finger sandwiches. <laughs> finger sandwiches. There's a bunch of finger sandwiches on her little tear. Uh, you, you, I mean, you can lip sync it. And those shoes are also high as hell. And yes. I can tell at this point of the show that Miss Victoria's feet hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, when the, yeah, when the thing started and they were like, oh, Victoria, you got to lip sync. I was just like, mm, she going to have to lip sync in that outfit? Like, what's yes. she about to give in this outfit? But you know, the girls will do it. The girls will figure it out. So um, the lip sync starts is Total Lucas of the Heart by uh, Bonnie Tyler, which is a smooth six minute long song. So I'm like, yeah, bless them. Did, they, did this sound like a different version to you? Like, was this the live version? Uh, I don't know. It sounded like the version to me. I just also, I just in that moment said, ooh, we about to have a very consistent, not great lip sync run again, huh? Because <laughs> uh, the lipstick is just regular, you know. They both walk to the back of the stage for the turnaround at the exact same time. So I'm like, damn, it's like. <laughs> I guess what do you do in that moment? Do you stop walking if you see the other bitch walking back there? <laughs> I thought, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's nothing you can't do. Um, right. but I thought that uh, Crystal Versace was uh, it was given, and oh, Crystal was, was clearly the winner. Crystal yeah, was, was by She was giving the yeah, emotion. She was, she was the emoting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it went so beautifully with what she had on. Miss um, Victoria was playing up the comedy as she does. She's a comedy and camp queen. Mm-hmm. But my eye is going, and the part of it is also the lighting. So I know that a couple of times they could have been lighting Victoria better, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and my eye goes to Crystal, and rightfully so. Crystal wins the lip sync. She wins the first challenge. I love a young girl who can come in and who can perform. So mm-hmm. it's not always the case with these girls who are, for, you know, 
just into the well, uh, I won't say she's just into that because she, she said she's been watching Drag Race since she was 13. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely been too exposed to it and she knows what to do. But the girls on this being exposed to it and doing it on stage, two different fucking things. And she did that and she looked good. It was pussy. Yeah. And she won the very first repeat of ads. So it worked. Work. She not, I know she's not wearing that on them costumes. And then the next <laughs> the costumes look expensive. And then we have the next lip sync of the bottom bitches. Mm-hmm. And we have Anubis, River. And Jojo Siwa. <laughs> and it is revealed that uh, River is safe. And I was shocked. I was too, because I just knew Miss River. Knew Ru- the was it for Miss River. Yes, I knew it. They already played her trauma moment out too early. I said, oh, this is, this is it for her. This is, they always like the little play your trauma before they send you home. Yeah, um, but, you know, they also like River, so. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it'll get better. Um, hopefully. Mm. So the, the lip sync song it ooh bitch, I don't forget what the hell it was, it was a sweet melody, a little melody, some shit like that. It was something about Lil Mix. Yes, yes, that what the hell is it called? Hold up. Michelle Obama. First song having an Oprah Dallas. Not the same group. This <laughs> might as well be the same group to me. <laughs> Shit, might as well be the same gaggle of bitches. Anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a little big song. I think it's called like a little song. Mm. Anyway, song starts and the girls start lip syncing. And immediately I'm like, I look over to Anubis and I say, You a point assistant, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And I was right. Uh, JoJo Siwa walks in the back. And she starts giving us um, Sierra. What is it? The Promise video, and Sierra and the Promise video, where she is leaning back on her, um, not her, like the sides of her shins, mm-hmm. and like the core strength is there. And then the beat drop, and the bitch starts balancing on it. And I keep thinking to myself, how is she insured? <laughs> the bitch is touching the electric fences. She jumping off of shit. She and the knees, the knees is giving Megan the stallion. How is this whole insured? And she starts going off. The energy is giving JoJo Siwa down. They audit. You ever seen JoJo Siwa dance? That's what she gives. Um, and she's turned, but she's turning the lip sync. Yeah, Miss Nubis is doing the best that she can. She tried to keep up. She's playing playing a little bit of comedy. But at this point, this big ass dress she got on, and this bitch in the back, Tasmanian devil, you know, the writing's on the wall with it all. Yeah. Lipsing ends and electric fence is safe to slay another day, which means we say goodbye to Miss Anubis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you upset? Were you sad? Not particularly. I mean, I, 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 when she first walked into the workroom, I was really excited to see what she was going to give because the look was fierce. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we got down to the presentation on the runway, it wasn't giving what it was supposed to have gave. So it was giving, it was, it, this was one of those times where it's like, well, somebody has called home first. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't game on the first episode, you got to hit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to hit it. You get, oh, uh, JoJo Seward did a uh, headstand. Yes. JoJo Seward did a few things. Because JoJo okay. Seward also um, did a full on split and pop back up. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I forgot all about that. I just kept, I was just like, how are you just, what's happening with your body? <laughs> how are you doing that? And she is served by the fact that she is 5'2". <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right, because Miss Naomi Smalls is not doing that. <laughs> Could you imagine 
Naomi Stone's life is not doing a lot of things. <laughs> That's why she just do that scooch. <laughs> That's why she just do that scooch across the floor. I do like the little scooch though. I try to do it. I don't do it as scooch. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. She stopped doing the back. She said she said that she hurt her back. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I would also stop doing it too because five million other people started doing it. <laughs> okay. So first episode of the can. What do we think? It was all right. It was the first episode. You know, the first episodes usually give what they give. That's why I was happy in All Stars when Paramount Plus um, let us have two episodes at once. Oh, yeah, but the second episode was just drag, girl. <laughs> second episode, definitely drag. Yeah, um, you know, I, I will not stop saying that I wish they had waited. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless of that, that's not something that the girls did. That's something the production decided to do. Um, I'm interested to see how these girls evolve. Mm-hmm. and what it is that they gave on the show. Um, I think that with the exception of a handful of queens, they are pretty equally yoked. And it really depends on what the challenges are being, which is good, because we don't like runaway seasons. I, for one, cannot wait until we get uh, Rats the Rusical Part 2. And I would like to keep my lunch down, so I'm good. <laughs> That shit was gross. It was disturbing. It was unnecessary. I'm so upset that they even decided that that was appropriate for the television. <laughs> for the BBC. If they, thought, if they thought that that was appropriate last season, I could not wait to see what they what they well, so they're doing. They're doing like a, a Peloton uh, thing next week. It's like a workout challenge. So yeah, I'm I saw to that. See that's like. Um, I'm very excited to see what that's going to come out as. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to give us a bop this season? You know, the girls, the UK girls always well, give us Well, that's, that's the thing right now is that um, I feel like it's going to be nerve-wracking because uh, at oh, one really? point, one of the, at one point, at some point, one of these bops is not going to bop. Because, no, so, you know, we had Break Up Bye Bye, which was, which was cute. People loved it. Then right. Bing Bang Bong was ridiculous. Um, so this was so stupid, but also <laughs> I know, but you remember when they came out and did it? You were like, Am I really living for this? And all they doing Baby. <laughs> and it was everything. It was everything. It was everything. We're, we're, waiting we're waiting for the album, girl. The child, they on tour right now. Um, <laughs> getting tired of performing that shit. Okay, Miss Ahora, Miss Ahora, she said, I'm tired of bing, bang, bong, and <laughs> Also, I'm tired of having the all, have the audience stop singing when my verse come up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not going to do me like I did Roxy Andrews in the beginning. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fashion queen Ahora. I'll sing it. <laughs> How do we go to work? <laughs> You be books and I'm in the color. Super Saiyan Queen, just like mm-hmm. that. Meanwhile, half the audience went to go get drinks. Right, yeah. Oh, you know, Spark coming yeah, exactly. That's what I say. It's all about <laughs> Bimini's part, girl. It's, you know, it's cute. Lawrence's part is cute. Um, I love <laughs> I love This one I was thinking about earlier. I was thinking about, because I was, I was saying to my, I was thinking, <laughs> thinking and saying to myself, can we finally admit that Banana Jamas version of UK Hun was not that bad? I've always said that, that it wasn't that no, bad. No, but, but most people act like it was just the, the worst thing in the world. That's because that's seen. how the judges acted. The judges so we, acted like it was just shit. It was shizer. Right. And I, I will tell you one thing. The one thing that did make a difference. Tia's verse was the, good. 
sister's verse was good. Joe's verse was good. Joe's was the only one that wasn't hidden was Ellie Diamond. Yes. But y'all like to so, give her y'all like to cut her slack for everything. So I I just keep my <laughs> opinions to myself. Well, see, if you look at if you look at the United Kingdom dolls, right? They look like an actual like group. And then you look at Banana Drama and you look, it looked like three bitches who was getting ready to do the, the talent show. The fourth bitch didn't show up, so they had to go get their aunt, who was Joe Black, to be in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, that probably made a lot of difference. And that h and m That probably made a lot of difference. Because you look, they look like a united front on UK Hunt and the other group looked like they were like uh, doing a middle school talent show. Mm-hmm. So um, are you that somebody aging myself? Yeah. Well, that was this. Well, well, before we end this episode, do you have a favorite week? What's your favorite week of the week? What's your week of the week? Week of the week. Week of the week. Um. I think. I think that I really enjoyed. Um. Hmm. Vanity's wig. I really enjoyed Vanity's and also Anubis's wig that she wore into the workroom. Why would you say all of my aunts done whore? <laughs> yeah, those were those were fierce wigs. I thought those were great. Uh, really well executed pieces. Mm-hmm. Um well aside from those, I thought Victoria Scone had an excellent wig when she came in. Um, I will also say this. I didn't like Victoria uh, Veronica Green's look, but her entrance wig was with the low, the I guess you call it muscle wig. That one looked mm-hmm. excellent. I did enjoy that. Yeah, her wig was nice, and her dress, the pattern was nice. Too. The dress was nice, even the headpiece, but the disconnect was the face. Yeah, it was just my, it was given Alexis Michelle. Yes. Oh, see, see, Michelle, girl, I even came out and wear your favorite color. <laughs> right, that's a long way to go for a joke. <laughs> didn't her feet <laughs> shout out alexis michelle well that was this week's episode of black tar roots um, mm-hmm. i'm excited to dive into series three it's good to be back on the pod dog yeah it's good to be back weeks. you say that now wait till um dracula and canada both star right girl now. we about to be we about to be hitting the ground running so we are doing series two series three we are doing Dragula, and we are also doing Canada. Mm-hmm. So look out for our Meet the Queens. We'll meet the dolls of Canada's Draggers. We are very excited. We're trying to figure out why the stylist had outfits for everyone else and not for the two fat bitches. We're going we to get into that. And <laughs> we're going to get into uh, Miss J. Jolie and her questionable porn. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know what's interesting? She she ain't been getting dragged across the coals for that. For that you said what? She's not getting dragged across the coals like she should be for that. I mean, she apologized. You know, the, the girls let her. They said that was okay. That was yeah, they let half. Normally, they let half a little bit more, a little fierce, especially for that, uh-huh. that she was doing. So, I, you know, interesting. Well, I'm Tickle Motherfucking Toes. Have a motherfucking wonderful weekend. And I am Jamal. Bye. Bye.